0: Welcome back. Now amidst ongoing developments surrounding South Africa's capacity for electric vehicle production and export, a pivotal question arises. Is there sufficient policy certainty for investments to flow? We delve in and explore the potential intersection of policy, affordability and investment. And that's with Financial Mails' David Folonga. David, always a pleasure and a good afternoon to you. Hello there. All right. We know that the other day, the Department of Trade, Industry and Competition uh, would have had uh, an event to present the white paper on new energy vehicles. Is this the policy that the industry has been waiting for?
1: We hope it is. Um, Clearly, it's a long, long way behind schedule. It does take the process a considerable way further, but it does not give the certainty in terms of detail that the industry is still waiting for. So it gives the framework, it gives the bones. We're now waiting for the finance minister, you know, to put the flesh on those bones when we have the budget speech in February. So the broad principle is there, but the percentages, the details and who will get what and how we're still waiting for.
0: Let's talk about that, because it tells me that uh, if it's sitting with Inokotongwana, the flesh is money. (laughs) So let's talk about what exactly we're still waiting to hear. What would really give the the absolute certainty that we require at this point, David?
1: What we need to know, um, but what we're pretty certain is going to happen, is that all the incentives that Mr Kolongwana will come up with will be aimed at manufacturing. What the motor industry has asked for is consumer incentives to encourage consumers to buy. Because at the moment, almost no one buys battery electric vehicles. And I need at this stage just to clarify where the government's going. Mm. What it has made clear is that its incentives will be for battery electric vehicles. Those are the ones which have no hybrid, which are purely dependent on external charging. No hybrid uh, element whatsoever. Now, we have four companies here which have already said they are manufacturing or will manufacture hybrids. The other three major manufacturers probably will at some stage, but the electric vehicle policy is specifically for um, battery electric vehicles. Hybrids will continue to get incentives under the existing automotive production and development program, the same incentives that internal combustion engines get but battery electrics will get extra incentives and, uh, and, and more encouragement.
0: There's also the question of uh, batteries themselves, and I'm wondering if he had all mentioned this issue of South Africa or Southern Africa being able to manufacture batteries uh, for themselves and this being an important step uh, in our NEV uh, pursuit.
1: Yeah, if you, if you look at a typical electric vehicle, the battery is more than 50% of the cost because I mean it's enormously heavy it's got all kinds of raw materials and rare earths and all sorts of things in there and if we rely on imported um batteries then it's going to be very difficult for the industry to have the 60 percent local content that it needs to get some of the duty-free exports it gets it gets overseas but what patel what ibrahim patel said at the launch of the white paper on wednesday is that he favors a temporary duty-free import of those batteries in order that it should bring down that low or sorry it should enhance that local content cost and and will give us a sort of uh, a feed-in now the industry is saying that can only be a temporary thing two to five years and within those five years we must have our own battery industry this is where the challenge comes, because although most of those raw materials are prolific across southern Africa and up into Congo, their supply and beneficiation is currently controlled by the Chinese. Mm-hmm. Now, it is possible, and we hope, that the Chinese, through BRICS will give us some sort of entry in there. Mm-hmm. Because long term, we have to have a battery processing and manufacturing industry for the whole electric vehicle industry to be self-sufficient.
0: Sounds like a bit of a complex negotiation that needs to take place there, David. Uh, He also mentioned, I think, two milestones here, three years for production. So 2026, we should be able to produce uh, full EVs. And then I think he said six years uh, for consumers. Just help us understand that and what the industry might be thinking about. Okay,
1: we're we're not talking commercial production of of battery electric vehicles in three years, or at least the minister doesn't think so. Mm -hmm. He's talking about when we will start producing, but it'll probably be at an experimental stage and, and possibly close to commercial enterprise but we have still it's not just a question of building them we've also got to have that reputation within the global supply industry of being a uh, a solid and a reliable supplier so yes we can build them within perhaps build them within three years it may be another year or two after that before we start full export because of course we're not going to be selling many locally then in terms of uh, that local sale. Yes, it's three years before we start building, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Then it's another five to six years on top of that. So not six years from now, but another five to six years on top of that before government can afford the second phase, which is to incentivize sales. Because as it says at the moment, we simply the, the country simply doesn't have the money to blow out billions and billions of rands to incentivize people to buy battery electric vehicles because the only people people who can afford them are those who have lots and lots of money. It's not going to be for those people who really do need support. Mm -hmm. So those incentives will be some years down the line. And what form those incentives will take, who knows? Maybe by then... um, Julius Malema will be trade and industry minister. So, so, so you know, I'm, I'm you know, being facetious, but <laughs> five, six years down the line, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight years down the line, perhaps, we don't know what's going to be happening.
0: So what we are uh, preparing ourselves for here, David, is a long transition, um, I would say, if we're looking at, I mean, we're speaking about seven, ten, seven to 10 years here uh, of it all happening. I'm just wondering, uh, you know, we've seen uh, CEOs and business leaders in the auto sector really uncomfortable about this. But, you know, these timelines uh, how tragic is it for it to take us this long when we have countries like china for instance which are really booming and possibly even dumping lots of vehicles all over yeah. the world
1: Look, let's take volkswagen as an example they are probably our biggest exporter mm-hmm. of vehicles mainly to the uk and the eu which will not accept internal combustion engines after 2035. so volkswagen here says it will probably start manufacturing those electric vehicles, those battery electric vehicles in 2035. But it probably won't be doing it for Europe or the UK anymore because those needs will be supplied from BEV plants in, in, uh, in Europe, probably in Germany. And other companies have the same view, that we will go to battery electric vehicles, not all of the manufacturers, by the way. Hybrid has a long time to go. And let's not also forget that we've got a lot of research going on into synthetic internal combustion engine fuels. Mm -hmm. So the internal combustion engine may still survive many more years, but with a different kind of carbon neutral fuel. Mm -hmm. So we can't rush into these things. Nine, 10 years, I think is probably a sensible period to be doing it because it gives us that opportunity to change direction Mm -hmm. if necessary.
0: Okay, lots of comfort given here at this point, David. Thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure having you. That was Edith Large for the Financial Mail, David Furlonga.